and I was in this um I was in this private little class and he said sex is the closest thing to God. Wow. And I was like now that you now yeah. that you mention it, I mean that's creation. Yeah. And that should be sacred. That wow. That's sick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's very true though cuz I I've been taking like obviously this the show ad and man like I was a fucking savage like I just didn't give a fuck and then I'm at a point now where I'm like, yo, like it's a big energy exchange. Like I'm giving so much of me is going inside of you. And like, I'm a fun, bubbly, positive person. But sometimes like I just be sitting there just thinking like, fuck, like that really drained me. Like this person has come with like a lot of baggage or a lot of like Mm -hmm. bad energy that's come on. And like we started hooking up and then it starts to like really like start to eat away at me and I can like feel it. And I'm like, okay, well. There's something that just doesn't feel right, and this isn't the person for me. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe sometimes that gets like misconstrued with like, oh, he just used me for sex or whatever. But I've found like when it's not like the right person or the like, the the energy isn't right. Like it just it's really like pulling me away. So I've just been really like stopped like hooking out with people. Yeah, I was um talking to a friend of mine. I've mentored yeah. her for years. She's an artist. Yeah, she's always been a genius of an mm-hmm. artist. But now I see her transcending, and I was having yeah. a conversation with her the other night, and she said, Charlie, I want to tell you something like interesting, because mm. it's not even her personality. She's like, I, something crazy happened yeah. when I wanted my dream so bad yeah. that I became disgusted by actually being touched by people. Wow. And I said, you're transcending. Yeah. I'm like, you're taking all this energy and you're applying it to your craft, and she's, like, blowing up, like, mm. her dream. And she's like, I don't like anybody even touching me. Like, don't even hug me. Because she could literally feel yeah. night and day difference between wow. before, when yeah. that energy is being exchanged, yeah. and now her energy is so pure, and now she's just, like, channeling genius on top mm. of genius, and she's taking off. And I'm like, wow, like... You're stronger than I am. Like, yeah. I understand where you're at, but, like, there are certain humans who have transcended to that level yeah. of, like, no, I'm not. It's not even worth it. Yeah. It's like me. I'm vegan. Like, if you told me to go eat a steak right now, I'm like, it's not even worth it. That will mess yeah. me up. But, like, there are some people who get that so clean, but it really was about that dream. Yeah. And she was doing it for that dream and for men mm. to, like, hold it. I mean, it's creation. Yeah. It's literally creation. Like we were just talking about, like sex is the closest thing to God. But when you hold it, yeah, that seed's not going out. So yeah. it, it, it it channels into different types of creation yeah. instead of leaving you. It's powerful stuff. It's very powerful. Hey guys. Wow, What's up, guys? Dude. Hey, thank you so much for tapping in. Uh this is a very important episode for me. The man sitting in front of me actually legitimately changed my life. Uh and it helped me. Through thick and thin, even though he didn't know he was probably doing it, um, he's one of the most inspiring people that you'll ever hear from. He has the craziest story, um, but most importantly, opened a lot of people's eyes and has affected a lot of people in a very positive way. And his mission uh, is to is to benefit the good of humans, which is very, very rare. And I've never met someone so passionate about being such a good person. Uh, here he is, Mr. Charlie Rocket. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey. Also, before we kick it off, I got you this. That's for me? Do you know what it is? I mean... Do you know what it is? Come on. I mean, it's a pyramid. No. With a, with a crystal it's inside. It's more than that. 
What is it? Okay, so you started this little crystal journey for me. Okay. After I went to Sedona is when yeah. I first got my first crystals, and I remember calling you after that because some crazy shit happened. Yeah. Remember that phone call? I remember. I tell um, the, I tell that story to people all the it time. Was, that That's was a crazy. Story. That was bizarre. But I started getting crystals and stuff like that, and it was weird because my friends who are like you know macho men, they're like, oh, why would you buy crystals? Why would you put it beside your bed? I'm like, shit. If I put a crystal beside my bed and it does something good for me, sweet. The worst thing that having like a funky looking rock beside your bed can do is like look ugly. Like, it's, like some of them look ugly, but I'm like, look, like there's nothing bad by putting it beside your bed. But as soon as I started buying these, mm. like every everything's changed. Like Talk my energies me. shift. So these are all grown pyramids. I saw it on Drake's story. I'm like, fuck, if Drake's doing it, fuck. And uh, he's got it figured out. <laughs> Drake, Drake's doing something right. So this this one is for abundance. Um, but you can get like uh, different ones with different meanings. I've got them all over my house right now. Um, and what you do is you put your five biggest goals underneath it. Okay. Uh, there's a there's like special magic tricks for them. There's like some of them because of like pyramids have, they store the best energy. Mm -hmm. This blocks uh, the EMF radiation from your phone. Stuff like that. You're meant to put them beside fruit if you want them to last longer. Wow. Legitimate shit that like actually goes on in this stuff. But yeah. I got a whole stack of them because I'm like, the worst thing that can happen is I look like this crazy man with a whole bunch of pyramids around my house. Mm -hmm. And girls like, what's that? And I explain. It. I go on this little tangent. But really interesting stuff. Like as soon as I moved to my new spot, I got a whole bunch of them. Energy just picked up. I felt a whole bunch better. Money started flowing in. Mm -hmm. Things were working. Obviously, you know, like... I was like working a lot harder and stuff like that, but I think that this supplemented it. Maybe it's like the subconsciousness, but I believe it's is very much so real. I've got so much proof that it's real because I was in Sedona. Yes. Well, thank you, by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm usually the one hey, giving people thank gifts. Thank you. <laughs> um, I'm in Sedona, mm. and a friend of mine uh, named Aaron, mm. he hands me a, a crystal, looks exactly like this, but it was yeah. citrine. Um, so it's like this like tan gold mm. color. And I held on to it and I didn't let it go. Yeah. And in the middle of the night, I woke up and literally my bed was vibrating as if like it was a washing machine. Wow. Like, you know, when it's like wah 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 yeah. wah wah wah. And I was thinking to myself, like, first instinct was, is it an earthquake outside? Mm. And then, like, the more I came awake, it stopped. Yeah. But then it happened again. And it would get to the point, because I would hold it while I slept. Yeah, and wow. and we're already vibrating. Like, science has already, like, proven that we, yeah, we're physical, but yeah. we're, like, 0.0001% matter yeah. and 99.99999% energy. And mm -hmm. energy is vibrations. Uh, and when you have a crystal that magnifies mm. what you are, I mean, so like it can it can kickstart you. Yeah. And that magnifies to where it holds, but it could also magnify bad too. Yeah. So people gotta be really careful. But the good thing about it is it starts with intention. If yeah. somebody comes into it and looks at this and be like, Oh, like I'm gonna get abundance. Yeah. Then their intention is abundance. Yeah. So it's just like uh if you walk under a ladder, it's bad luck. Yeah. Well, if you say that's the case, that's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> but I could be like, I'm going to walk under a ladder and it's going to be great luck. Yeah. <laughs> and guess what? I'm going to get great luck. <laughs> yeah. But the reality is crystals do mm. magnify. And a friend of mine had a fish tank. 
and had crystals in the fish tank. Yeah. And every 40 seconds, it was really strange. Mm. Every 40 seconds on the dot, these fish would be swimming and then go. Zzz. Really? 40 seconds. Zzz. And it was the power lines outside the window. Wow. The crystals were magnifying and could feel the electricity and it would shock the fish every 40 seconds. No way. That's how powerful these things magnify. And wow. pyramids are magnification, crystals are magnification. So this is this is actually like magic. Like it's magic. <laughs> I have it I have like two beside my bed and yeah, honestly like I don't know, as soon as I got crystals and stuff like that in my life and uh, it kind of really like changed everything, like made everything a little bit better. Uh, and again, like the worst case scenario is they just look pretty in your house. Mm-hmm. But let's get it. Let's get into you. Uh, obviously, I know you very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely. So one one of the darkest points of my life, when I was very sad, I discovered Charlie Rocket, and probably one of the biggest blessings that that's ever happened to me. It completely shifted my mindset. Listening to his story, what he's been through, how he's overcome it, uh, and then. Most importantly, to become the person you are today and the mission that you're on, um, was really, like, really helped me shift my mentality as well and how I should be as a human. Um, I'm not too sure if I did I explain it to you. Oh, I'll explain my uh, how I got on reality TV shows. So mm-hmm. when I first got on, um, the reason why I applied for a show is one of my uh, good friends ended up committing suicide. So I was in a bad place. I was very down as you would be when your best friend does that or not best friend but like bigger brother figure does that type of stuff was in a bad way and then i saw this like uh, show come up and i applied for it and i'm like you know what? i'm gonna win this and that was the first time i ever manifested anything and i didn't know i was doing it i'm, like, I'm gonna win this show it's like 100 grand whatever went on the show i thought i was i, I never thought in a million years that that would happen i won the hundred thousand dollars i came back and the second show happened again um, and then before that happened, I started manifesting that I was going to find a girlfriend. I was going to fall in love. I've never had that before. Two weeks before going on the show. And I used to tell her, I was like, look, I manifested you. Like you're here. Like I promised you I was manifesting you and manifesting all this. I told myself I was going to come out was one of the winners. I was going to come out falling in love. And that's exactly what happened. Literally, like it's been so powerful. And I didn't know what I was doing until I heard your, your podcast and, mm-hmm. and how you spoke about it on Impulsive. Shout out to the boys uh, hey. for, for that. That was a huge episode. But um, I, I remember when, you know, the breakup was happening and there was some really dark stuff going on in my life. And I was in Bali with my best friend. I kept watching that stuff over and over and over. And it really just stuck with me. I'm like, wow, like I'm doing this. I didn't know. But like this guy's like come through it. Like he's been dragged through the fucking mud to get to where he's at. So who, like, how did you become Charlie Rocket? How did that happen? The mud, everything, yeah. <laughs> the mud. I need my I need my followers to hear this story because it is crazy. It is one that needs to be heard more than once. Whoa, that was a pretty serious conversation. What's going on, guys? It is the first official uh, ad break for this podcast. I know uh, this podcast episode is very serious, very fun, but I want to loosen up the mood a little bit. Maybe I want to loosen up you just a tiny bit. Um, of course, we're here to talk about Balesa. You know Balesa. Balesa is. Uh, the one-stop shop to make yourself <laughs> squirt, <laughs> quiver, and squeak. What was it? It was a triple S. I forgot what the fuck it was. But uh, <laughs> they have they have everything that you need. There is an ethical porn revolution that's happening right now, and it's happening on Balesa. So we're going to introduce Balesa Plus. 
it is the Netflix of porn. So if you want to go over there and check it out, it is bplus.co forward slash Harry. And you can pay anything you want. There's no ad breaks. There's no naughty business. There's just real girls, real squirts, and a really good time. But most importantly, uh, this one is called the Pebble. Now, the Pebble, really interesting. It comes in discrete packaging. Uh, a nice little uh, like mirror pocket type of situation. So you could really take it anywhere. You could take it to a cafe. You could want that in and just make, it, <laughs> make your legs quiver at, at lunch. But very interesting. I'm very excited to use this. This is our first ever episode with having them here. Uh, so I can't wait to go home and um, sit down and hopefully find someone that I can use these on. But again, if you want to check out Balesa, if you want to try any of these little treats, it all comes in dis- discreet packaging. Uh, it's all very well designed. I'm very excited to use it. Um, but if you're at home, you want a Tuesday treat, you know where to find it. Bplus.co forward slash tap in. Uh, it is ethical porn for women. So again, lads, ladies, uh, you can go over there and you can find out what's going to make your girl squeak. Uh, what's going to make, what is going to make your girl squirt? Um, all of the above, but also again, like the toys. We love toys over here. Lads, if you're a little bit scared of toys, don't be. Bring them in because uh, I promise your girl will never forget you. Anyway, now back to the podcast. Uh, enjoy. It's about to get a little bit more serious. Man. All right. So, Lil Charlie. Yeah. Dreamer Charlie. I swore to God I was going to be in the NBA. No reality. Short, I was overweight. Yeah. And I just had a dream. And yeah. I worked harder than everybody. I would spend more time in the gym than everybody, but I could not figure ever out how to lose weight. Yeah. And when you get to that age, when you're in school and you got to start making these decisions in life of like, well, what am I going to become? What can I be good at? Because yeah. everybody needs that thing they're good at. Like, you want girls to like you, you better figure out, oh, these guys play football. Mm. These guys are funny. These guys rap. I was like, okay, basketball's not going to work for me. Yeah. So, you know what? I'm going to be a businessman. Yeah. CEO Charlie. I gave myself a superhero name. Sick. And I'm like, I dress up as it. Yeah. I, 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 I declare it. Yeah. And I'm telling my friends a lot like you told your friends, like, I'm going to win this. Yeah. I'm going to win this. Yeah, own it. It's yours. And and when you kind of speak with that confidence, mm. it's like, it's different. And like, oh, I'm going to try to like, you know, I'm going to go on this little show. Now I'm like, I'm going to be rich. Yeah. I'm going to be CEO Charlie. <laughs> and I, I started seeing my friends. They started making music. Mm. And I was like, I think this hip hop thing is going to be the next big wave. And that's the beautiful thing about kids. Yeah. Like being young and why we should always listen to them is because they don't know how they know what they know, but there's genius. Kids just like what they like. Yeah. And when I was young, I liked hip hop. There was no science behind it. It was just, that's what I like. Yeah. And I thought it was going to become the next big wave. And I asked my mom one Christmas for a video camera. She gave it to me. And I took off like a rocket ship. I started filming everybody in mm. Atlanta. And it started with just like one open mic. I would just go down, film, make a video, try to provide value. Yeah. Next thing you know, I built this website. Next thing you know, the website takes off. Next thing you know, I got a whole dance movement in Atlanta, but I didn't know how to make money doing it. Yeah. So I graduated from high school, go to college, because my mom, she was like, if you're not going to be in school, you got to pay rent. Yeah. 
to live in the basement. And I'm like, I don't have money to pay yeah. rent. So it's like, I'm going to go to school by time. <laughs> and then one day the phone rang. Yeah. And it was Interscope Records. Interscope Records, big record label. Crazy. That's where like Eminem, yeah. you know, Dr. Dre, you know, 50 Cent, um, Kendrick Lamar. Like that's yeah. Interscope. And uh, they called me and that was a big deal to an 18-year-old kid. Yeah. And they said, we just signed this artist. His name is Soldier Boy. And he wants you to be his cameraman. We would need you to go on tour across the country. I told him, man, I'm all in. Wow. I'm all in. But then, like, I had to think to myself, Young like. Draco. That's crazy. Yeah, big, big, <laughs> big Draco. Draco. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, big Draco. Um, so I had to ask my mom, yeah. like, if I could drop out of school and take this opportunity. So I, I go home and I say, Mom, like. I just I just got asked to go on a world tour. Yeah. And I need to drop out of college. And she was like silent for a while. I was like, please, mom, like, I need this. Like, this is CEO Charlie, like this big business. And she's thinking in her head, <laughs> hip hop, drugs, sex. Yeah. You know, like her life. <laughs> like uh, and and she's looking at me and you look at me like I'm pretty innocent looking. So it's like my little baby, you know, in this crazy world of hip hop. Yeah. And she said yes. Wow. So um, I ended up on tour with Soldier Boy and it was great. Yeah. You know, I wasn't getting paid very much. I was actually struggling quite a bit um, out there financially. And one day I got fired. Yeah. And like this is when I learned how delusional I was. Yeah. Because when I got fired, I was at the airport because we were supposed to go to LA mm. that day for Jimmy Kimmel. And I didn't get the itinerary. So I just went to the airport anyways because nobody was answering my phone calls. Yeah. And I was like proactive. Like I'm just going to run into them at the airport. Like yeah. I know our flights sometime in the morning time. Nobody's answering my calls. After about four hours passed and me just looking around the airport, I realized like I'm Fired. I think I'm yeah. fired because, you know, nobody's answering my calls. And um and that's a really bad way to fire somebody, by the yeah, way. Like that's at horrible. least tell somebody Don't they're fired. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Don't leave at the airport, especially Charlie Rocket. <laughs> <laughs> so man, I, I, I went home to my mom's house mm. and, and this is when I found out how delusional I was. I told my mom, I said, Mom, I'm on a winning streak. Like, this is not a bad thing. Yeah. Like, this is great. She's like, what are you talking about? I was like, cameraman's not getting rich. The manager is. Uh, I'm going to be a manager. And I'm 18. <laughs> She's like, what do you know about managing rappers? I'm like, I'm going to be the best in the world. A lot <laughs> like how you said it. Yeah. And, and I found this girl group. But I found this girl group through a really bad situation. Because the reality was, it was like really shitty what mm. I was going through. And I'm back in my mom's house. And I went from like filming the number one artist in the world at the time. Yeah. Like, we're at the VMAs with Kanye West wow. performing at the Hugh Hefner Suite for the VMAs. And, wow. like, everything's, like, taking off. And then, like, three months later, like, I'm in my mm. mom's basement. Yeah. And I, like, was so humble. Oh, that's crazy. That I ended <laughs> up in New Orleans passing out flyers during NBA All-Star Weekend. Wow. And, like, I'm just, like, very humbled. But I always say the presents come in the dark. Mm. Like Santa doesn't deliver the presents when it's bright out. So anytime something bad happens in my life, I get blessed. Yeah. And so I like now I start getting excited. But back then I didn't really know. But I was just in pain. 
Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm going to be a manager, but I'm passing out flyers right now. And uh, my friend, Young Envy, he was a rapper. He was down there. And he showed me this like video, this girl group, independent. Uh, and when I saw him, I said, I'm going to sign them. Yeah. And it was like, if I wasn't in New Orleans and if I wasn't passing out those flyers doing this shitty-ass street team job, yeah. paying me $50 total, you know, like I would have never found this group. So I approached the group and I said, I'm going to sign y'all. I'm going to get y'all a record deal. I didn't know if I could get them a record deal, but like I really believe yeah. in this like concept of abracadabra. Yeah. And like if you think about it, like humans, humans are the only one, only like species that can talk other than like a parrot, you know, <laughs> but like, you know, we can actually talk. Yeah. And the the root origin of the word abracadabra means as I speak, I create. Uh-huh. And our words are magic. Yeah. Literally. And that's why when you spoke, I'm going to win this. Yeah. And you vibrated at that frequency. And when I spoke to this girl group, I'm going to get you a record deal. And mm-hmm. I vibrated as if it was done because I kind of put the cart before the horse. Yeah. And I believe in putting the cart before the horse. Yeah. I believe in putting the cart so far in front of the horse, you got to get on the horse to catch up to the cart. <laughs> like, I will almost lie about what's going to happen in the future to where my friends might actually believe me because yeah. I said it so confidently. Yeah. And when I sat down in front of those two girls and I was like, I'm going to get you a record deal. Yeah. They signed the little management paperwork. Wow. 24 hours later. Record deal. 24 hours later? 24 hours. <laughs> inter, Interscope. My first phone call, Interscope. Wow. College Park Music. They signed them. Got them a record deal. They're taking off. Wow. I told my mom, CEO Charlie is real now. Like, yeah. we got a record deal. Like, I know I bumped my head a few times, but now, like, yeah. you know, we're on the radio. We're getting on 106 and Park. We're doing shows. And one day, they fired me. You know what's better than fucking yourself? Uh, a good night's sleep. Now, me personally, I get about eight hours sleep a night. I'm in a bed at like nine or 10, and I'm up at six or seven every single day. I don't know the math on that, but I try and get about eight hours in. Um, but... Helix, they're our friends. They've gave us a special code where you can get $200 off and two free pillows, which is a steal, which is amazing. Um, if you go to the the website, helix.com slash tap in. That's helix.com slash tap in, and you can get $200 off and two free pillows. Over at Helix, if you're a little bit unsure about what type of mattress that you want to get, um, they have a little quiz. It doesn't take too long. You can get it nice and soft and flaccid. You can get it medium, you know, medium and comfortable or just rock hard uh, and ready to go. So if you want a good night's sleep, head over there, get yourself a mattress. Uh, again, it is helix.com slash tap in, $200 off, some free pillows. Anyway, we'll get back into the podcast and uh, I'll see you when you guys have a good night's sleep. At an airport, by the way. Really? Swear to God. I'm keeping you away from airport, airports. But you know what? That's why you drive a bus around. That's why there's tour buses here. <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> I was delusional about it. Okay. Delusionally optimistic because as shitty of a situation it was. Yeah. I went right back to my mom's house. I said, Ma, I'm on a winning streak. This is a good thing Mm. because they were a headache anyways. Like I now know I can do this. Yeah. Like I got this confidence and I'm from Atlanta. Yeah. So I can't have some little girl group. I need a strip club group. 
Like, I'm from Atlanta, and Atlanta is this, like, hip-hop mecca, and I need to play in that game. And with this, like, teenage girl group, I can't play in the game I'm supposed to play in. Yeah. It's like you. Like, you're, you know, I know you don't play basketball, but, like, if you did, you'd probably be pretty good because you're tall. Yeah. It's like, if I'm in Atlanta, I yeah. might as well use my gift. Yeah, for sure. So, I, use, I said, I'm going to find a strip club group, and mm-hmm. I found this group called Travis Porter. Yeah. And we ran it up. Wow. And I did it independently, no record deal. And that's when I got focused. I'm talking about focus, focus. When I was at that point where I wanted my dream so bad that I stopped talking to girls. Wow. I was at that, like my friend I was telling you at the beginning, when you start transcending to that level, like what do you want? Yeah. It's game over for everyone. Honestly, if I did that right now, I'd be like way further. Like I don't know what it was. I was just so tired of losing. Yeah. Losing sucked so bad and i was like i'll do anything and i put on a suit again i stopped talking to girls and i was like i'm going to pass out cds every single day wow until this group takes off and it worked and we had multiple you know top 10 records in the country and then i discovered this group i mean this uh, artist named two chains and my management company became one of the biggest management wow. companies in all the hip hop. And I did it all from a very young age. Like I, I found Travis Porter at 21, found two chains at age 22. Like it was. That's insane. How did they like gain respect? Like obviously it's a little bit hard being a, y- a younger guy. I guess mm-hmm. obviously you had a very good track record though. Well, two chains was actually hard to gain respect for. Travis Porter was kind of easy because yeah. they were younger than me. Yeah. Two chains was 32 years old. Yeah, see, that, I can imagine that would have been so difficult. And he had seen it all. So yeah. he's been with Lil Wayne, he's been with Ludacris, he's been with all the goats, right? Yeah. And he actually didn't want us to manage him. So it was me and my two business partners, Tech and Al, right? Yeah. So Tech was formerly a DJ, yeah. and Al was like a street dude from Savannah, but very educated, very smart financially, but a street dude, you yeah. know? So we didn't fit the mold of what a manager looks like you think about a manager or an agent you're thinking like Ari Gold yeah like here's like a 300 pound little you know white kid from Atlanta mm. you got a DJ and a street dude and we're approaching two chains like yo we want to manage you he wanted this industry manager to manage him yeah. but see I don't believe in asking for permission to be great yeah if nice. something's mine it's mine, and I'm gonna take it. <laughs> yes. And I'm not gonna ask anybody for permission to take what's mine. <laughs> so he would put us in a room with mm. this industry manager, but I would come in with 30 day, 60 day, 90 day game plans. Yeah. I would invest my own money into pressing up CDs. Yeah. I'll put a whole blitz together of we're going to this club, this club, boom. I got it on the radio here, boom. You got here, boom, boom, boom. We set up this video shoot, boom. Here's here's five video treatments. Here's your backup dancer our options. Like we're presenting him so much in this meeting that that yeah. big industry manager stopped showing up to the meetings. Wow. So guess who became the manager? That's awesome. So I'm just like, if it's mine, I'm going to take it. Wow. And that's how we were able to get two chains to actually sign with us. And like with our artists, we didn't even do paperwork. Like I didn't even believe in paperwork. I still to this day don't believe in paperwork. I mean, if I'm gonna buy a house, I'm gonna, yeah. you know, you need to sign a contract or yeah. something. <laughs> but like it's all about loyalty. Yeah. Like what we say in our team is like gang over everything. 
Yeah. Like we keep it so tight. And if it's like with the artist, if you don't want to be with me, yeah. go. Go get you one of those cheap managers. Yeah. I guarantee you'll come right back. So I don't need a contract yeah. to keep you. How I am of servitude keeps you. Because I got into this philosophy of it's my job to make your dream come true. Wow. That's what my job is. Yeah. So it worked. Two chains never left. Wow. Mm-hmm. And you're still managing him to this day. No. <laughs> no I actually left, believe it or not. You fired him? <laughs> At an airport? No, I didn't. I, I fired myself actually. Um on a PJ. <laughs> actually, no. I was like this is this is where it gets deep. And yeah. you know this part of the story. Um, we were at the top of the my our career. Yeah. We had just won a Grammy. Um and I was three hundred pounds and I got real sick with a brain tumor. Yeah. And um that's when I was reunited with this beautiful, beautiful thing called a dream that we'll forget about. Yeah. Like when we get into chasing money, and that, that can be a dream too, mm. but there's always a a dream that's like the truth. There's lots of dreams. We have lots of dreams. But there's this dream that's the truth. The truth that you weren't taught by society. A truth that you weren't taught by seeing somebody else do something and, oh, I think that's cool. Let me try that. There's a dream that's just in us. And when I was broken, I got to to see again because I was broken. Yeah. I I was about to die. And I was reminded who I was. And that's why I get so, it's, it's like when something bad happens, it presents a great opportunity based upon the perspective I'm looking at it. And yeah. if I know every time something bad happens in my life, I get blessed, mm. there's got to be a blessing that comes from this brain tumor. There's got to be a blessing that comes from this social anxiety I have, this binge eating disorder I have. There's got to be a reason why God is putting me through this story. Yeah. And I got to find out why, but I'm thinking to myself, there's got to be a damn good reason because I know my story isn't over yet. This can't be my story. I was not a kid from Atlanta who buried his dream to get rich and die. Yeah. That's I know that's not my story because when I close my eyes, I can see the future so clearly. Yeah. I know what my dreams look like. I know what I deserve and I know I'm not supposed to die. So what's the craziest thing I can do right now at this moment? The craziest thing is, is to say yes mm. to the scariest thing I've been ignoring my entire life. And when I was a kid, I wanted to be an athlete. But what does that mean? Society, I'm 29 years old, 300 pounds. What does being an athlete mean? And I just knew I was supposed to go on a journey. And I left the music industry. I left my city. I left my friends. I left everything to chase some crazy dream that I just knew that God was going to bless me and the universe was going to align for me and the stars were going to make something happen. And I handed it all over and I was like, I just trust. Yeah. First step, I'm going to do an Ironman. How are you going to make money? I don't know. Second step, I'm going to bike across America. <laughs> Third step, 
I'm going to make a fan-made Nike commercial. <laughs> Delusionally thinking, you know what? I'm going to be a Nike athlete. <laughs> and I would write down in my notebook. And you know about the quantum possibilities. The quantum, yeah. So I write down in my notebook every day these possibilities, mm. which is a beautiful word. Possibilities. Mm. It like almost has like this like magic fairy dust coming off of it. Possibilities. And when I study like how magical this universe is with like how we're all energy. Yeah. And we're all connected. And how this may or may not be a simulation that we could play like a video game and get some cheat codes and like yeah. crazy stuff can happen. Like there's some crazy stuff that happened. <laughs> I mean, I want to tell all sorts of crazy stories, but I'm going to start it off with one. You, we're going to tell some crazy stories. But I'm going to start it off with this one crazy story, make it nice, short, and simple. I manifested. I wrote down in this book because I closed my eyes and I saw the future and I knew to write this down. Yeah. I'm going to be in a commercial with LeBron James and Serena Williams. I'm going to be crazy. a Nike athlete. And to me, I said, oh, this is going to be easy. The way I talk to my friends, I'm going to be a Nike athlete. This is going to be easy. They're yeah. like, Charlie, like, what are you talking about? How are you going to do that? You don't play for the Lakers. You're not in yeah. the Olympics. What are you talking about? That's not how Nike commercials work, Charlie. You can't just be a Nike athlete. <laughs> a year later, I was in a commercial that wasn't just a Nike commercial, but a Super Bowl Emmy winning Crazy Nike commercial with people <laughs> I saw in my vision, LeBron James and Serena Williams, and it was the Colin Kaepernick commercial. And <laughs> the universe had a bigger dream for me than the, even the dream I saw. I would have been happy with a regular commercial, one yeah. of those nice little Instagram commercials that yeah. Nike puts out. No, the universe had a bigger plan, and I believed it. It came, yeah. and when I tell anybody who's listening, <sighs> When you get into that possibility <laughs> mindset, you're going to get all sorts of signs that you're on the right path. See, when you start vibrating in the future, yeah. when, you, when you resonate today's reality with what the future possibilities are, yeah. you start getting crazy things that happen, like what you experienced in Sedona. What I experienced today, I asked you, I was like, yo, what's the address to the to the podcast? You said 8228. I'm like, yo, like I had to look at it twice because my house address <laughs> I just moved into is 8228. That's no, so it's not wild. the same. What? And then you're wearing a Dream Team shirt. Yeah. I did. And and guess what the name of our team is, the Dream Team, because we got the Dream Machine. I, I did Dream not even team. plan this. Like this is an Australian company. This shirt took, like it was $100, took forever to get it. I was like, oh, it's sick. I want to support like local Aussies. Mm -hmm. So I got the shirt. Said dream team. I was wasn't even gonna put it on today. I was like, oh, I need to wash it, but I ran out of laundry detergent. So I'm like, oh, better put it on. <laughs> Here we are with the dream team in the dream team top. How crazy is there's, that? There's some synchronicities. I mean, also I listened to you earlier this week on Aubrey Marcus's podcast, and yeah. I had no idea you two even knew each other. And I look you up on Instagram. I'm like, oh, Harry, yeah. let's get this guy in. And within less than a week, you're here on the podcast. Also, you hit a mill on TikTok. Uh, yeah, hit a million. Holy fuck. 
And it just, How crazy is that, huh? I mean, it's fun. It's fun. You're like killing it. Like I never thought I, I'm now when I get introduced, like people say, "Oh, Charlie," like on the news, You're they're like, "Oh, I'm a TikToker." Like not a Grammy winning <laughs> manager, not yeah. a Nike athlete, <laughs> not an Emmy winning. No, I'm a TikToker. I'm like, cool. I'll take it. Cool. I'm a TikToker. I can't wait. I, I found my calling. <laughs> TikTok. Um. So how did you get on your on your mission now? So all the all that crazy stuff happened. Yeah. All the mud. Man, it's, you went you went through it. You found your calling. You found what you need to do. Man, all my dreams came true, Harry. Yeah, all of them. And I said to myself, you know what? Like I've lived multiple lifetimes. I'm I'm 32. I'm about to be 33. I've lived multiple lifetimes. It's so possible. Yeah. Like we talk about it every day on the team. I was like, whoa, the past two days felt like a month. Yeah. Well, it's because we're in a certain frequency. Yeah. Where we're like so ambitious. Like yeah. you could change time. A lot of people always repeat this phrase that that I I never like saying. Yeah. There's a few phrases in this world I will never say. One of them is life is short. Yeah. No, I'm gonna say life is long. <laughs> like I'm not about to sit here and say that. <laughs> like I don't want that. I want my yeah. life to be long. And if I look at the past few days of my life, wow, those were long days. Yeah. Okay, I'm trying to make my life long. And when I, I'm trying to operate. Every single day mm. in a place to where if I were to die, yeah, I would be able to say, I died a legend. And that there's a certain frequency to do that. Like look at Nipsey. Nipsey yeah. didn't know he would die that day. But when he died, it was a lot different than when just other people died. Yeah. He died a legend. Why? Because of the servitude. Yeah. The knowledge, the mission he was on, his philosophies. So we got to look at ourselves in that light. And when I got to that place where I'm like, yo, like this is bigger than me. Yeah. I said, all my dreams have come true. I'm going to dedicate my life to making other people's dreams come true now. And it started with that bike ride across America. That was the very first dream machine tour. That's, that's just nuts, man. Help people everywhere we went. Yeah. And then when COVID hit. Yeah. I was I was in a dark, lonely place. I mean, I April first, my girlfriend and I broke up. Yeah. Right when COVID was like first, like couple weeks into COVID, yeah. I'm by myself in Sedona, lonely, and the world is telling me to be lonely now as yeah. well. Like you can't see people. You gotta stay isolated. Yeah. We're in fear. And I thought to myself, I didn't get this far by listening to anybody. Yeah. I do what makes sense to me yes. and me only, and everybody else can thank me later. Yes. And when the whole world is zigging, I decided to zag. <laughs> whole world went inside, and I went for it. And I'm like, I don't like this. Yeah. I said, I'm going outside. I'm going to launch a tour. Yeah. This is going to be the only tour in the world. And we're launching the Dream Machine Tour and we're throwing events and we're attracting the crazy dreamers who don't want to be told what to do either. Yeah. We're we're going around, we're helping people everywhere we go. Yeah. Every single day. We gave away close to a million dollars this year. You gave away close to a million dollars. Close to a million dollars. You you helped me uh, give away a car. <laughs> yeah, that was that, fun. We jumped out of a dumpster. Wild. That was crazy. And it's been it's been a wild ride. Yeah. This year was one of the most difficult years of my life. But every step of the way, I said, you know what? 
because we've all had that thought yeah. with COVID. It's probably fading away a little bit more yeah. now, but all of us went through that thought of, I might die. Yeah. Like, is the world coming to an end? And I say, if the world's coming to an end, how am I going out? Yeah, it's time to live. I'm going out in that servitude. I'm going out in that bold. Yeah. I'm going out in that that way of like, let's 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 do something nobody else is willing to do. Yeah. And that's what my year has been. And now I've gotten a taste of it and I'll never stop. Like I'm a tour every single year wow. from July 4th to January 1st, the Dream Machine Tour. And it's taken off. Like we're at 100 million views this month. Wow. Like it's taking off and we're just warming up. Wow. We just landed a Snapchat deal. Sheesh. We're working on a, a, a big T-Mobile deal potentially. Uh. Like we're we're Talk closing we're we're talking to some some heavy hitters in the in the wow. television space. We working on a documentary right now. We got a dream festival coming to LA wow. July 4th and a dream festival coming to Miami December 31st. I've always wanted to like get people in like a regenerative mindset. Yeah. I come from the music industry. Like festivals are usually pretty degenerative. Yeah. Like very entertaining, but degenerative with the drugs and alcohol and whatnot. Yeah. But to kick off the tour, dream festival. Yeah. Artists performing, talking about dreams, like manifestation ceremonies. You know, I even see like in the future, like Janae doing the sound bowl ceremonies. Oh. Like it's going to be really. I really want to do one of them. Apparently they're fucking amazing. They are. Sound baths are yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the vision. That's what we're doing. I appreciate you being a part of it. Nice. But you changed I my owe you life. Everything. You changed my life with a tattoo. <laughs> yeah. Yo, <laughs> the winning streak. I got my winning streak. Yeah, tattoo. we started a movement, huh? Oh, I was wondering what Man. that was said. You, really? No. Yeah, oh. I didn't know it said winning streak. No, I see. When I was when I was down bad, when I was depressed, and I was with my best friend in Bali, like I was doing all types of drugs. Like I was drunk as fuck. Like I was just in a bad way. I've never had a heartbreak like that before. And I didn't know how to deal with it. I had a lot going on. And shit, I was like, this is fucking so sad. What can I do to like try and numb the pain? Oh, let's just do a whole bunch of mushrooms and see what happens. See if I get myself happy. It's like just like such a short high. And then I'm like sitting by the pool, like being upset again. And then I kept listening to podcasts. I'm like, fuck, man. Like, shit, like. Who like who gets depressed and goes to Bali? Like fuck, man, I'm I'm on a winning streak. This is crazy. I'm with my best friend. We got a villa. There's beautiful people around. We're having great food. I'm on a winning streak. And I remember like getting that, and I was like, I just keep, I keep looking down at it, and it's just like such a perfect little spot on my hand because I see it every day, whether I'm like looking at it or reading it or not. Like it just reminds me, and I don't honestly. I think since then, like I haven't really had a bad day. Like. Obviously, we get a little bit not down, like it was. Yeah, yeah, like I legitimately like. There's just so many good. Like as soon as this happened, as soon as I flipped that switch mm -hmm. to where you know, like I'm a fucking vibe. I'm a vibration, and mm -hmm. I just need to vibrate as much as I can, and like bring everyone around me and make them happy. As soon as that happened, and like I changed my mindset to make sure that like yo, I'm here to please. I'm here to give instead. Of I'm here to take. Mm -hmm. Everyone around me is like good people, and like everyone's high vibe. Like uh, Zach, the guy I live with right now. The most bizarre story, like his mom is lives in Arizona near Sedona. She's the one who told us. And she's like very spiritual. She, like we when I went to her house, she read cards to me. She told mm. me what was going on. Anytime I've ever had any question about a girl, my direction, am I doing the right thing? She just tells me like exactly how it is. And I think from that point, like 
shit. I'm just, if I'm having a bad day, if something bad happens, I'm like, man, there's a bigger plan coming. Like, I just have to mm-hmm. keep going with it. And you're right. Like, I look at this whole life, like, as a big video game. Like, mm-hmm. it, it may be, you know, a bit silly to say that, but I just, I'm like, like, I might be having a, I got a boxing match coming up in the next couple of months. My friend's like, are you worried? Are you scared? Like, this is going to be crazy. Um, I'm like, shit, like, it's a video game. I have cheat codes. Mm-hmm. Like, you guys don't get it. Like, there's cheat codes in here. Like, mm-hmm. I, I figured this shit out. Yep. I just keep talking yeah. and it keeps happening. Yes. Like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Like, my boxing opponent, that uh, the one that was, like, tentatively signed yeah. is this huge artist. Like, like no one, no one, once it once it gets announced, like, that's going to break the internet. So, fingers oh, crossed man. that goes through. Like, it will go through, but that's going to that's gonna break the internet. So, yeah. I'm like, shit, I just have to keep talking because mm-hmm. all, this, all this stuff happens. I'm not worried about it. I'm, and I really, I have this really important video that I want to show you from I, I can't talk about it now because mm-hmm. I don't want to ruin it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to ruin the magic. But from two years ago, mm-hmm. when I was getting this tattoo on my hand, okay. So this was after this. I was manifest like this was a trade, right? I traded this. I think I told Kristen about it, but this was a trade for something that's that's about to happen, like like months away, like months away from happening. Once that happens, mm. I get the post the video from two years ago. I'd be like fucking manifest this shit. Like it is. Great. I said I didn't even put it on paper. I put it on my fucking knuckles. Mm-hmm. Like this is my friend's company, mm-hmm. um, and we have a video of me, Christian, and her. Mm-hmm. After catch, we had a few drinks, sat down, and there's the video of us shaking hands. Like, th- if this happens, this happens. And I'll show. I'll show you that it's actually bizarre. Man, that's crazy. It's I wild. can't I, wait. I can't wait I can't to, wait to, to see show that. the world because it's it's honestly ve- the and the the craziest thing is for like people who are a little bit skeptical about like crystals and like energy and think mm-hmm. that we're just you know, mumbo jumbo talkers, mm-hmm. like just try it. Like the, yeah, the worst thing that can happen is like maybe it doesn't happen because you don't think about it hard enough. You know what? I know people roll their eyes when they hear one yeah. or two, you know, you know, most most interviews, people will give one or two like manifestation stories, yeah. right? And people will be like, oh, that's a coincidence. That's knee-jerk reaction, right? You know, let's just tell some crazy stories <laughs> and just charge everybody up because if they just hear how much this happens. Because I got a couple that happened this week that yeah. will blow your mind. Really? And we're not talking about like one degree yeah. of coincidences. These have three, four, five, six in really? one. I'll tell you one right yeah. now. So I like I do my quantum possibilities. I wake up in the morning, right? And I had this frequency. I was yeah. like, today is the day. Yeah. Like that was my frequency. The day has come. Yeah. I run downstairs. I run into Timmy's room. I said, Timmy, where's that list we made of what we want to happen this summer? All our dreams we want to have happen. He said, oh, it's over there. I said, cool. I'm writing it on the whiteboard yeah. and I'm posting it every single day on my Instagram. And wow. I wrote it on a whiteboard. These 23 things, quantum possibilities. Very first one. I said, a billionaire is going to support our foundation. Yeah. That was number one. There was a whole bunch of other ones. Boom. We leave the house. We go down the street. We pull into a gas station. In pulls a Rolls Royce drop top. Yeah. You know, you always look. You know, like you see, I wonder who's driving that. Maybe it's somebody famous. Yeah. And I look closely at it. And I'm like, That's, is, that, is that my boy from Atlanta 12 years ago? I haven't seen him forever. This dude's been shot like 10 times. What? He's not even supposed to be alive. He used to be a rapper in Atlanta. And I'm like, what's he doing out here in L.A.? And I pull up beside him. I'm like, yo, Jay. His name's Jay Money. I'm like, what are you doing here like Charlie? <laughs> and, and what's crazy about yeah. this 
is a week before, me and my boy Langford, who's my best friend, who's yeah. literally GOAT of all GOATs of best friends in the history of the world, CFO of our foundation, me and Langford are singing this man's song a week before and sang it all week. Wow. Jay Money song, which is not relevant at all. Zero yeah. relevancy. So Langford and I are singing the song all week. Yeah. I run into the man after 12 years at a gas station. I get out of the car, start talking to him. I said, what you doing? He said, well, I'm out here in L.A., man. I'm, I'm working with this billionaire. He invests in all these philanthropic foundations. Yeah. I'm like, I just wrote this on my whiteboard. <laughs> and here it is. And here he is. But it goes to the next level. I was just singing his song all week with my boy. Yeah. I just wrote it down on my whiteboard. He's introducing us to the billionaire. Says he invests in foundations all the time. Wow. But then this is what's even crazier. We get in the car. <laughs> and we turn on Sirius Satellite Radio. Yeah. And there's this other artist from Atlanta. He was signed to T.I. His name is uh, Young L.A. Right? And he had this song called Ain't I. Yeah. And the lyric of the song is playing. And the DJ, it's a mix set. And the song goes, don't I be with J Money serving everybody. DJ goes, don't I be with J Money serving everybody. And then he does it again. Don't I be with J Money serving. Like, no way. There's no relevancy. And this is the guy who's introducing us to the billionaire wow. in real time. We're talking about two minutes after we left the house, a yeah. week after we're just singing the song. But these are those things. And why I'm like, first thing comes out of my mouth to yeah. tell me is we need to write more stuff down. Wow. Like, That's it sick. happens fast. What a fuck, man. But the same thing happened back in October, October yeah. 19th. I wrote down in my notebook. We're going to raise $500,000 yeah. from a corporation. Three days later, I get yeah. a DM from Nerf. Nerf hits me up, and I'm looking at my boys, and I'm like, yo, what if they're what we wrote down? Because we're all waiting for magic at this point. They know if we write something, something crazy. Yeah. So when Nerf DMs me, we're like, is this it? <laughs> and then Nerf, we get on the call with them, mm -hmm. and they're like, uh, we want to support with $50,000. And I'm like, oh, like kind of like my balloon let out the air. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's not the 500000 I was manifesting. Yeah. And then they called back the next day. They said, we had a conversation internally, and this is going to be on Nerf. Wow. We're going to upstream this to Hasbro, who owns Nerf. And they said they want to do 350000 And I'm like, holy shit. Holy shit. Then they called the next day, and they said 400000 <laughs> Then they called the next day and they said four hundred fifty thousand. So they just they just I can't bidding with themselves. <laughs> like I did no negotiation. Of course I'm gonna take the fifty thousand. Yeah. That's a great donation. Of course like, you don't negotiate donations. Yeah. They gave four hundred fifty thousand dollars. Wow. I can't make this stuff up. Write this stuff down, guys. I yeah. wrote down in the notebook. Nike commercial. LeBron and Serena. Boom. Emmy. Wow, man. There's a lot of magic out here. Your bro. magic, dude. But I'm also, not. Also, I was we just, are. I was gonna say, you just have to be careful with the type of bad energy you're putting out. Because I had, I had a really alarming situation that happened where I was like, because all these YouTube and uh, TikTok fights are happening, so I started calling people out. I was like picking on like little things where yeah. I thought, you know what, we can make a bag, we can uh, like, and I was starting to offend people, and like, you know, it wasn't in my character, and I knew that this isn't what like I w I'm not meant to do this. Right. Like it's just so much bad energy tied to like putting out bad words and stuff like that when i and the, the craziest thing is the day i dropped this like tiktok where i was calling out this other tiktoker um 
I went to go see my other friends who live like an hour, hour and a half away. I got pulled over for the first time ever, ever mm -hmm. my entire life. Got pulled over by a police officer. He said, you're speeding. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, I'm sorry. Gave me a ticket. Sweet as. I didn't think too much into it. I get to his house. My tire's flat. Mm. I'm like, why the fuck is my tire flat? Oh, there's mm. a nail in it. I'm like, shit, this is a sign. I need to slow the fuck down. I need to shut up and I'm going well off my path. Like this is, this is a sign that the universe is telling me that like, yo, you're going way too fast in the wrong direction. You need to slow down, pump those tires and turn around. Like that's exactly how I saw it. I'm like, cool. I need to take a step back and just stop putting out bad energy. So if you are like tuned into this, make sure that your frequency is right. Cause I like in this situation and like in our little bubble, it gets so easy mm -hmm. to get like locked in on what you think is right in the right direction. So you start putting bad stuff out where you're trashing people or like putting out just, just harmful things. That's where the universe is going to slap you in the dick and tell you to slow down. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I can attest. Yeah. Like, I was never like me personally. Yeah. Not bad energy, but yeah. I was in the music industry. Yeah. And there was just a lot of that energy surrounding. Horrible. And I didn't know back then any of what I know now with like manifestation, quantum physics. Like I didn't know back then. But when I stepped away yeah. from the negative energy, I'm like, yo, like crazy stuff is happening. Like I think of somebody and they call me, but that doesn't happen once a day. That would happen two, three times a day. Yeah. Like, like it was so, I'm like, yo, so this is what it's like when you get into a positive space, yeah. you get superpowers, like literally yeah. magic wand, like Harry Potter wizard yeah. of like, what do I want in life? Let me just go boom, abracadabra, blessing, yeah. abracadabra, blessing. And then that winning streak starts and then it never changes and then it never stops. And then next thing you know, you're a whole different person. Next thing you know, like, like, bro, it happened with you. Dark <laughs> place. And you're like, I'm on a winning streak. Next boom. thing you know, I'm walking on a hike with you up the up the mountain <laughs> and everybody's stopping you every two seconds. Harry, Harry, Harry. It's like, bro, you're on such a winning streak. Yeah. And it's like a human being can become. A yeah. human being can reinvent. You cannot limit. You cannot put yeah. anybody in a box. Yeah. I, you can never limit a human being. Yeah. Because if somebody says, Harry, you're going to drive down this street a year from now. And you're going to see Dolce Gabbana billboards with my face on it. Yeah. And you're going to see Netflix billboards with my documentary and movies on it. And it's like, when if somebody were to tell me that, I'd be like, oh, that's easy. Yeah. But if other people be like, how are you going to do that, Charlie? You can't limit anybody. Yeah, you can't do it. It's, it's, it's unfair. It's unfair because humans are magic. Yeah. The billionaires and the rich people and the famous successful people, they get this stuff. Yeah. People just got to stop rolling their eyes and try it, like you said. Yeah. Pull out a notebook. Write something down. This happened with a friend of mine. Okay. Friend of mine manages a, a, a YouTube uh, group called Yes Theory. Always, always hears me talk about manifestation, quantum mm. possibilities. He rolls his eye at me. He's a good friend of mine. Yeah. But he's like, what's this stuff Charlie talking about? Let me try it one day. Let me try this hocus pocus stuff Charlie yeah. talks about. He pulls out like a little index card. He writes out his quantum possibilities. He says, I want Scooter Braun to manage me. Yeah. I like this. This is a good story. <sighs> this is a crazy story. I want Scooter Braun to mentor me. Yeah. I want Scooter Braun to mentor me. A couple hours after he wrote that, there was an email that one of the Yes Theory boys had sent to Scooter Braun six months earlier. Yeah. 
that all of a sudden got replied to yeah. by Scooter Braun. He said, I want to meet with y'all, boom, boom, boom. And they replied back to him, we would love to meet, boom, we'd love to do this. But there's one little favor we ask. Could you mentor our manager? And Scooter Braun is his man is a mentor. Yeah. Like, which is so crazy that he wrote it in a, just a couple yeah. hours later. And this is not a Charlie story. This is somebody else's. You are not a Charlie story. You are somebody yeah. else. Each one of us have this. I am not yeah. magic by myself. We yeah. all have magic. Yeah. And all we got to do is speak it and believe it delusionally. Speak it yeah. so confidently as if it's already done. Time just hasn't caught up. What is mine is mine. Yeah, that's and I'm going to Oh, oh yeah? Yeah, I've always had it. Oh, my phone's blown up. But um, yeah, it's my background. Oh, there's a whole bunch of text, but <laughs> it's underneath all I that. I believe you. But yeah, no, it's, it's, it's fucking crazy. But I think also for people who are new to this, this situation and like manifesting and stuff like that, for me, the biggest change is when I felt it. Like when I first moved to LA and I had like $3,000 in my bank account, I was struggling, mm -hmm. trying to figure shit out. I had a broke mentality. I was like, oh, shit, I can't spend money. Can't do this and that. I have to be like, obviously, you know, like obviously spend within your means. But I changed my mentality. Like I'm a millionaire. Like I, I'm I'm a millionaire. And within six months or six to eight months, like, you know, it, it happened. Like I just kept saying it. And now like I'm I like I was driving here today and I'm like, shit, man, like you just say it and you just feel it in here and it's going to happen. I spoke like. You know, it's it's kind of crazy, but like a little bit cringy, but I manifested like some girls that I've dated or like hung out with. Mm -hmm. I'm like, wow, I would really love to be their friend. Or even when I was on the show, I was like, I would, I kept saying to Francesca when we we're on the show, I'm like, I would love, like I, I said, after this, I'm gonna be friends with Justin Bieber. I'm gonna be friends with him. She's like, how are you gonna do that? I was like, I don't know. When I get back, I'm gonna be friends with Justin Bieber. Mm -hmm. I would love to be friends with that guy. What happens when the show airs? I get a DM from Justin Bieber, says, my boy, what's your number? FaceTimes me. We have a phone call for like an hour. Mm. He prays for me. It was one of the most insane experience experiences of my entire life. Like I was crying mm. after the phone call. I was like, this is like this dude had the, the craziest thing in this entire world is when someone gives you their time. Mm. You, that's something you can't get back. I give you a hundred dollars. Sweet. It doesn't matter. It's time. When someone sits down and gives you their time, mm -hmm. that like you can't put a price on that. And for someone at his level, for me to be like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to be friends with him for him to just be like, yeah, like I'm going to call you. And he, but most importantly, he just wanted to check in. He's like, yo, I just want to make sure you're okay. Like mm -hmm. this is happening so quick. And I just want to let you know that you have a friend here. Mm -hmm. I'm like, this is like, I would have never in a million years. But then I realized I looked back at the show. I was like, shit, I, I told, I told everyone it was going to happen. And it happened. Right. That's my guy. That's dope. It's crazy. I've done something similar uh, with my friends. We do a life draft. Yeah. Where we'll like literally, it'll be like the NBA draft. Yeah. And we'll like write it out like on a whiteboard or in the sand on a beach or just like we'll write out who we want to draft into our lives. Yeah. And it's like, man, it's fun. That's awesome. Man, we got to keep dreaming. What's your What's your next five years? What's your biggest, what's one of your dreams you want to tell people? Really, man, it's this tour. Yeah. This tour I'm creating. You know, the Dream Machine Tour? Yeah. Where we're blessing people? Man, we're going to reinvent philanthropy because the way we give yeah. is more fun than fun. Yeah. Like, like I've never 
had so much and I come from the music game. We're like fun festival. Like this, we all get together with yeah. friends. And we're not talking about just like go feed the homeless or like soup kitchen. Like the way we give is we literally like just go up to people, ask them what their dream is. Yeah. And then we go like, we listen to them first and care first. And then we go try to like do something for them and then surprise them with. Yeah. And we just like all of our friends get together and I get, you know, thousands of messages a day from people like our age. Like, yeah. I want to come with you, you know, and it's it's so freaking fun. Yeah. And we're going to reinvent it because we're going across the tour sweeping sweeping the nation. Wow. And now like the TikTok is taking off. I'm going to make a prediction. Like Charlie D'Amelio will not be the biggest TikToker. I know she's got a little, you know, Dunkin' Donuts deal, but I think Charlie Rock is gonna be the biggest TikToker. Wow. Because the way we're giving and the way I know how to like not just manifest but yeah. run businesses and brands yeah. and be able to create these movements globally, I've gotten a taste of how to make something go worldwide. Yeah. Multiple times in my life. And when I taste what's happening now with this philanthropy, I'm like, ooh, this is familiar. I've tasted this before. And I know how to take it from here to yeah. global. Wow. And we're going to be partnering with Starbucks, mark my words. The Winning Streak movement, we got a Netflix documentary coming. We got the Winning Streak television show coming. Wow. We got the Snapchat deal coming. No, wow. the Snapchat deal is already it's done. done. It's all done. And it's like we're going we're going to export this giving yeah. in the coolest, most fun way ever, and it's never been done. Yeah, what we're doing is reinventing the game, and we're going to show up in cities. We're going to throw dream rallies, and there's going to be twenty, thirty thousand people out there, and then we go take over entire cities with yeah. this movement where everybody's going out and helping. Because I don't know, like I come from hip hop, I didn't think giving would be this fun. Yeah. Like this is like entertainment to us. Like we wake up yeah. every day and we're like, yo, let's go. Like yeah. we're fired up to leave the house. And I, I'm going to introduce this to the world. Wow. That's exciting, man. Look at you, man. You're just fucking doing it. That's hey, sick. <laughs> how, how did you learn to manifest? Like did somebody teach you? Did you read books? Or is it just kind of something you've put together through a bunch of different inspirations? When the student is ready, the teacher appears. And when I walked away from the music game, I started vibrating. Like when I changed everything I consumed, I started vibrating. I got rid of meat. I got rid mm. of social media. I actually deleted my social media for a year. Wow. Deleted social media, got rid of television, got rid of my business. I got rid of every single thing that was toxic. And I started vibrating. And I would like think of somebody, they would call me. Hour later, I think somebody else had called me. And all this magic started happening. And I was scared to talk to people about it. Because I would think they were I was weird. I'm from Atlanta. Like we don't know about crystals. We don't we don't even say the word manifest. Like if you yeah. say the word manifest, you're like some hippie. Like if yeah. you're from Atlanta, like these aren't words you use. Um and then one day I was in Sweet Green and I was talking to my friend. And I was like, yo, like, I'm about to do Iron Man. It's about to be easy. Like, I'm just saying these words that were so confidently spoken, but about the future. And this guy walks up to me, and he looks like Morpheus. Black dude, deep voice, mm. trench coat. I'm not making this up. And he walks up to me, and he said, you're very quantum. One, I love the way that sounded. Yeah. I was like, really? I'm, what sick. does that mean? <laughs> and he he 
taught me all about quantum physics and how we can control this video game. Yeah. And there are these cheat codes and these Easter eggs that were all left for us to learn. And really it was these ancient mystics and even the religions had all this stuff figured out that now science is confirming this modern science of just the past hundred years is basically saying what all the mystics had already known and the religions already knew. Like Jesus would say, pray as if it's already done. <laughs> like this stuff has been here. Like, <laughs> but there's so much magic on this universe that we don't even understand because I watch alien documentaries every single night and I watch these ancient civilization documentaries and they got these megaliths that are way like 2,000 tons. And so I hop on the Google and I'm like, all right, how much can a crane hold? And they're like 60 tons. I'm like, so how did these ancient civilizations build this stuff yeah. that we don't even know how to build? And I'm like, oh, there's a lot of magic out here we don't know about. Like, I think we're antiquated. We think they're ancient. <laughs> I think we're ancient. Because whatever civilization was on this earth building all these megaliths, there's all these ancient civilizations. And nobody understands how they built that pyramid because there are hundred ton blocks. Yeah. That came from a quarry 500 miles away. How did it get 500 <laughs> miles and a crane and an 18 wheeler can't even carry it today? <laughs> so there's a lot of magic out here. And the fact that we don't know how to explain these things makes me believe in the magic even more. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I let go of trying to figure it out. All I know is that we're powerful yeah. and there's magic. And if I just believe, in magic, I'm going to get magic. And that's it. So uh, Mr. Collier, uh, the quantum physicist, oh. he he uh, he taught me that we're magical and how to control this universe with our minds and our hearts and through feeling. And that's when I started writing my quantum possibilities notebooks. And then all my dreams have been coming true ever since. I'm sold. <laughs> I'm sold. Have you read Think and Grow Rich? You know, I have. I have, absolutely. Um, my favorite book on this topic is, uh, is actually The Divine Matrix by Greg Braden. Greg Braden is like my favorite, but everybody loves Joe Dispenza. Joe Dispenza has like all the books on this, like, you know, uh, Becoming Supernatural, you know, like he has the, he's the GOAT. Yeah. I hike and listen to his YouTube like all day and like, and I vibrate. So you get it. So high when I do that. Yeah. Yeah. I got infinite intelligence on my throat. (laughs) Infinite intelligence. That's beautiful. That's beautiful, man. But anybody listening, I mean, who y'all are listening to right now with Harry is just like proof. (laughs) <laughs> like literal proof mm-hmm. and there's nothing more you need to believe just let go of your programming yeah of 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 what you thought this world was and just trust like harry is proof y'all have seen the story y'all know his story y'all have seen where he's come from y'all see how he talks how he vibrates his his energy this man knows how to do this He says it and it happens because he says, if I say it, it's going to happen. It's not that deep. We don't even have to read more books. Yeah. You don't even have to learn more. It's not that deep. Believe bigger. Here's small belief. Here's big belief. Yeah. Bigger. That's it. (laughs) 
Fuck yeah. Yeah, I got my my uh my big ones on a uh whiteboard in my kitchen so I can see it even though I'm not reading it. Mm-hmm. But it's it's there's like a pile of those uh pyramids right beside it. So I'm like, this is my charge up corner. Like when I'm feeling down, like this is where I just sit and charge up. Yeah. And then this is where it happens. But I found this dude in Brazil who makes big pyramids and he puts it into the crystals and then he sent it. But you know, it's weird. I sent him a thousand dollars and I haven't heard from him. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I need to manifest that that hurries up. He's going to listen to this. He's going to be like, you know what? Let me get on. (laughs) Yeah, no, but they could get like big ones. And then he has like, like ones that are like this high. Yeah. Just stacked with like crystals and whatever dreams you want in it. Like Mm -hmm. I put four of mine in for my roommates. We're going to put it in the middle of the kitchen. Um, yeah, but the ticket with, with this type of stuff is you Man, need to put your five underneath it. I want you to I want you to get one made. So 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 pyramids are great for transmitting. Yeah. Okay. But I want you to get one made that is an upside down pyramid. Easy. Because an upside down pyramid is for receiving. Uh, so I'm I'm gonna show you something crazy. Now this is this is gonna blow your mind. Okay. Yeah. So the upside down pyramid is like a vortex that funnels down, okay? okay? And if I were to tell you the word abracadabra, you would think of magic. Yes. But I told you also what the root origin of the word abracadabra means, which means as I speak, I create. That's what you do. Now, if I were to type abracadabra in to my phone, Mm -hmm. into Google Images, what would pull up? Um, Would it be like magic tricks? A magician? A rabbit in a hat. Rabbit in a hat, magicians, all those type of things, right? So I'm pulling up Google Images. (laughs) And I'm just going to type in this random word, abracadabra, that we relate magic tricks to. (laughs) Abracadabra. All right. Pulling it up. And this is what we have. This is what every image of abracadabra shows. What? Upside down pyramid. Every single one. You don't see a magic trick in sight. What? This is what abracadabra means. How did you do that? I didn't. I just typed it. Anybody do you. it. Abracadabra. How did you do that? Upside down pyramid. There's a reason why is Google his palm of his hand. is an upside down triangle. Wow. Abracadabra is creation. That receiving. So get one that's upside down as well. Wow. Oh, wow. That's cool. Wow, look at you. That's crazy. I didn't. That, how did you play that? Did you play that? I didn't. <laughs> I started saying these things and I started connecting the dots. And I'm like, yo, Damn. one day I just typed it in and I'm like, there's no way this is that's, all upside down. That's wild. Yeah. Um. All right, Mr. Rocket. Is there any final thoughts, any final feelings that you want to let the people hear? Anything that you want to plug? Anything you need from them? Man, I just need everybody to go dream. Yeah. Like... If anybody wants to find me, you'll know how to find me. You spent an hour with us. Yeah. But, like, just go dream and then report back your stories to me because that's what helps me yeah. believe bigger. Your story is a testimony. I believe bigger. So then that increases my magic. Yeah. Um, And everybody starts sharing the magic. That's yeah. all I want. That's all I want. So wow. y'all go do that. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much for tapping in. Uh, it is at Charlie, like everywhere. <laughs> Just literally Charlie. I don't know how he finessed that, Incredible. but he did it. Uh, I manifested having a single <laughs> single word username everywhere. I respect it. Uh, but thank you so much for tapping in. I hope you enjoyed it. Leave a comment. Show some love. Uh, maybe write your dreams down in the comments. That would be really cool to That'd see. That would be cool. That would be really cool to reflect on. Um, but yeah, this was magic. Uh, again, this is Charlie Rocket. Great guy. Uh, changed my life. So 
Amen. Thank you so much. All right, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate you, bro.